With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I love this cornbread so much, I want to take it behind a middle school and get it pregnant. <laughs> this is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume! Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today is Tuesday, October 17th, 2017, and this is episode number 397. Keep it up on that 400. On podcast. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Nyes. Just like Netflix, the podcast has a skip intro button. <laughs> Jose Guzman. <laughs> and Kelly Harris. You guys ever think about Billy Corgan and his cats as much as I do? Bet you don't. I guarantee you I do not. <laughs> no, but did you see my tweet that... Bill Burr and Billy Corgan are slowly becoming the same person. Oh, that was like a legit oh, man, yeah. I saw that and like actually laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the picture and I was like, oh, it's Billy Corgan. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 just Bill Burr. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. Let's get into it. I got stories. I got stories and I want to get the fuck out of here relatively soon. Four hour oh. show. Shut the fuck up. Good <laughs> <laughs> luck. And I was like, I'm real tired. I can cut it short. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I do have stories. So. No, no, no. Like, I've only got two news stories. So yeah, yeah. we're not yeah, going to have bullshit yeah. for Each 45, one's a full hour. 45 minutes talking <laughs> about news. to talk about no. this new mutant. Don't, <laughs> don't oh censor right, so. yourself because I'm fucking cranky and tired. Please. It's okay. We've all been there, man. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, so fucking... Uh, uh, Goat and I went to a wrestling show over the weekend. It was the inaugural Overdrive Pro Wrestling Show. And uh, it was pretty fucking solid, gotta say. Nice. Uh, it was actually a lot of fun. Um, well Ricochet lit. and John Hennigan headlined the show. Uh, That's a solid main event. Yeah, and they crushed it. It was really, really One of good. the 30 names you can find John Hennigan working on. <laughs> uh, let's see who else is there. Um... Ryback had a match with some dude. Oh fuck! Fuck Ryback so hard. You know Taking what? Away Ryback. He was pretty good. Yeah, like, but his takes are garbage. Oh, his takes are like the hottest trash. <laughs> yeah, but like, 
But he looked really good. He was moving well, like did like some dives and shit. Shit like you didn't see him do in WWE. Like it was really kind of impressive. I wish he'd dive off a fucking cliff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a fucking bullet shaped head. Who'd he uh, wrestle out of curiosity? Some fucking local Jamoke. Ah, okay. Let's see. Uh, Tessa Blanchard was there. Um, couple cats. Uh, like, uh, Robbie E. I think this is one guy's name. He was like this ridiculous over the top superstar heel guy. He was great. Uh, I think a couple local guys, but like it was a good mix of uh, local and like sort of known indie talent. Uh, midway through the show, the kind of promoter guy comes out and you know he's terrible and you know because I think every wrestling show needs that boring little part in the middle. Uh, <laughs> but he introduced a new general manager of Overdrive Pro Wrestling, and out comes Terry fucking Runnels, which was very surprising to say the least. <laughs> uh, girl can still get it. Just saying, not bad. Um, I don't know. I th- didn't she get like uh, uh, HPV from New Jack? <laughs> I'm sure that's fine now. I'm that clears fine. up. Yeah, good. Um, they got a vaccine for that. I've seen commercials. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ask your doctor. Um, so Tessa Blanchard was there, and she wrestled a. Um, Young lady by the name of Rebel. Ah, she sucks. Kelly loves Rebel. <laughs> Rebel can go fucking jump off a cliff. <laughs> fucking keep her out of stardom so I don't have to see her garbage ass wrestling the girls I actually like. Rebel's uh, shorts are the hardest working garment in pro wrestling. Uh, yeah, they really are. You cannot cram an ounce more ass in those shorts. Uh, like it like said... But, you know, it looks it looks tight. It looks nice. Like, you and I, we can't do any squats. She's clearly done all the squats. There are no squats left to be had. She fucking done them all. Now, that's that's all fine. The reason this even comes up is because the beginning of the show. Fucking announcer dude comes out, says to the, the crowd, says, please rise for a national anthem. I'm like... Nah, because, you know, like, I don't do that. (laughs) It's not a thing that I do. You were Kaepernicking Um, it before Kaepernicking it was cool. Oh, straight up. (laughs) Like, I don't fucking pledge. I don't stand. I don't do that. Fuck that nonsense. But, you know, I wonder how I'll be doing the thing. And I hear the guy go, well, we got us. We have a a flag, I guess, kind of behind that lady. (laughs) He points to uh, Rebel's gimmick table where her banner is her. And like a red, white, and blue bikini with the word rebellion ran across her leg and ass this little area in front of an American flag. But now, like a tattered, like Ed Hardy American flag. Yeah, yeah. Which this is exceptional for two reasons. One, just the amazing quality of the image we're looking at and the context. And two, the fact that this is like a public ish building and there's not an American flag hanging from the ceiling or like a Confederate one at the very least. Very <laughs> odd. Like, it was kind of strange as I'm thinking about it. And so, like, then I stand up immediately because I have to see what's going on. Oh, yeah. And, and what is going on is an utterly unironic and, like, totally sincere, yeah, this is what you do during the National Anthem. The motherfuckers taking their hats off, putting them over their hearts and shit like that. And, like, and no one was singing. It was just the most amazing, like, 
canned Muzak version of the Star Spangled Banner you've ever heard. You know, just wow, 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 wow. Just a shitty PA, like. And I almost peed my pants and or passed out from just the amazing surreal. I'm looking around and like every head is fixed on this fucking Maxim Maxim center pole. <laughs> this complete reverence. And I thought Goat was going to die. It was the <laughs> funniest thing I've seen in a very long time. It was like for a moment we were all living in a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was legitimately incredible. It was, it was fucking amazing. I loved on your Facebook post about this story. And Zero was like, did anybody kneel for the anthem? And I was like, well, she is. Straight up. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's on all fucking force. She's, she's straight double kneeling. <laughs> Probably not for the same reason. No. Love lady. Love I lady. love that my, my local indie, when they do the uh, national anthem... The recording they have includes a jet flyover. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so, like, it gets to the end, and you just... <laughs> that's kind of awesome. That's, that's, that's fucking fantastic. I, I like the idea of the anthem starts, and Lee's sitting down, just kind of shrugging his shoulders. And then he just shoots up, because he has to see what's going on. And somebody looking from afar is like, oh, this motherfucker's patriotic as hell! <laughs> 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 he knows what's very up. well could have happened. <laughs> uh, it was amazing. Um, Victoria was there. I'm sorry, the chick used to be Victoria, and she only seemed to be promoted. Like the ring announcer announced her as formally known as Victoria from the WWE. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa Marie yeah, Baron. They'll do that. Like that's just how she's announced. I guess it's very odd. Yeah, because yeah, they'll like, do that. The the normies who you know just kind of showed up at a wrestling show might not know her by her real name. You yeah, fucking norms. Uh, ODB. <laughs> and ODB is... She's ODB. OD- she much enjoys slapping her tits. Yeah. She slapped her tits 700 times in a like, <laughs> 10-minute match. There's something about ODB that does it for me. It might be the slapping the tits. <laughs> <laughs> like, she slapped her tits, and then at one point, like, she's she's clearly wearing kind of, like, wrestling gear-esque stuff like she's got like the high stockings like something going on but like above over that she just has like this short like mini dress type thing and so you know she's got victoria down on the bottom buckle she goes to run to do basically like a bronco buster type thing and she runs and when she lands on her she like stands up a little bit and just like lifts her script like flash her puss at her and then jumps on her again <laughs> i'm like that's that's a weird move <laughs> Like, I don't know that I understand what the fuck is happening here. Well, I mean, yeah. the Bronco Buster to begin with is a weird move. So It really is, yeah. Heard uh, X-Pac on a podcast talking about ripping his asshole yeah, up that, and doing that. That man yeah. tore his anus <laughs> and continues to do the move. Yeah. And he's ripped his asshole again doing it. No, stop doing that. You did it twice. That's just stupid. It's just stupid. It's, it's a dumb motherfucker. Ow! <laughs> yeah, I bet that's the, just the sound he made, Jose. Jesus, man! Right, so we were there. Don't for tell a me bit. you googled ripped asshole. Don't Google ripped asshole. Don't, <laughs> no, I don't. bet that's a bad time. Don't Google. I, ripped asshole. I don't. I don't need to do that. Um, what like... you can Google though is something that uh, go turn me on to. His, his brother uh, saw some article about it and. 
passed it on to him, which fucking blew his mind. He in turn passed it on to me, and it captured my imagination in a big bad way. And so, you know, we couldn't help it. So just you know, when you're alone, nobody's around. Go to Google machines and type in uh, "Good Girls Company" and click the first link. It's oh, gonna no. take you to sexisland.co. All right. <laughs> now, what? What this website is promoting is a three-night, four-day stay at a Colombian island wherein, I quote, each guest receives one ticket, which includes the company of two girls each day for unlimited amounts of sex. There will be 30 girls to choose from. At any moment, you can switch girls with any of the 30 other guests. Oh, what in the entire fuck? So it's just prostitute island. Yeah, it's just Whore Island. Straight <laughs> up. Oh. Straight All up. right. No lie, these prices ain't half bad. <laughs> That's the other thing. $5,000 like $5, for three, day, three nights and four days in like any other resort is not bad. This is like a crazy like Whore Island resort. And you, uh, yeah, you get all the, the hookers you want. Yeah. I don't see the, I see the highest package is 1500 bucks here. Yeah, but if you go to the main thing, like the big event is like uh, it's in November and it's like the big five thousand. Yeah, but fifty dollars oh, okay. for a day isn't bad. But this is like the the main high thing. Uh, other highlights on the web page include uh, our event allows for all types of drug consumption and our girls are very drug friendly. Oh no! Uh, see what else we got? What else we got? Rap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, see. Uh, see, all the girls serve to pl- uh, serve to please and make you feel like a king. If you have any special desires or fantasies, inform the host or the girls, and they will make sure to fulfill them. All our girls are tested and are free of any sexual diseases. Uh, there's a strict condom usage policy, and we have an unlimited amount of condoms. Now, if there's one thing I trust in this world, it's a Colombian AIDS test on Whore Island. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that situation. Everything about this is obviously on the up and up. Yeah. This is so. the application for to catch a predator. Yeah. It says, hey, just fi- and it's it's really convenient. Uh, like right here on the website, you just put in your credit card number and they bill you five grand and you're good to go. That's all you got <laughs> to do. Like what could possibly go wrong? Uh, guys, my, uh, all right. My fantasy is uh, I want to pretend I'm in a Girls Gone Wild video. <laughs> so could someone bring in a kettle drum? <laughs> and all the girls in these pictures are just fucking just tens. Like it's 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 impossible. It's, it's I want to play the drum. Fucking not insane. No one else. And so yeah, I keep googling and keep researching and like you know, like the the like all the kind of top news stories on Google are about like you know local Colombian government says uh uh like no you cannot make our. Our country and city, you know, the destination for Whore Island. Like, we're not, we're not going to let you do that. <laughs> like, one of my uh, favorite headlines was, uh, visitors going to Columbia for orgy party will be deported. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you know, sure. Five grand plus airfare. I'm sure it's a completely solid investment. There's no way you're going to get robbed. <laughs> this is a great idea. What do you think will go better? This or, or the fire festival that happened last year, or this? Oh God, I don't even know. It's just—it's so fucking ooky. Like just, I feel like the people that would do this are definitely worse people than the fire festival. 
Yeah, for yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. <clears throat> the scummiest of fucking scumbags. But I have a feeling that this... I trust this more than I trust Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so think the, the only scenario where this would be an option would be is if you have only a week to live or if Ooh, you're, yes. if you were about you're you're planning to commit suicide oh, so I you're like can, okay go. i'm going to yeah. go to whore island for a week and then just fucking just fuck it. just check out fuck just it all. just od on the last day just just get all my jollies in i like it i like it's a good idea it's a good idea that that that, that is yeah, that's the only way. Because you'll probably... <laughs> that's the only way this makes sense. If that's not your plan, you're probably going to get hostiled anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I don't need a fucking crystal ball to say that no one who does this... That there's no happy ending here. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this story only ends in sadness. It just depends on, like, how sad is it. This is fucking crazy. But capture my imagination. A lot of... Uh... Right. You guys have ra- Would you guys rather go to this... Or on the proposed wizard cruise? <laughs> I think this. <laughs> that's, that's tough, but th- I think probably this. Yeah, I'm still going to say wizard cruise because I do feel like I I will eventually make it back home uh, uh, from a wizard <laughs> cruise. Ooh, that's true. But you might get fucked on both. Yeah, yeah, you're probably going to get fucked. You're probably not going to get your money's worth, and you might come home with some incurable disease but <laughs> tough to say so yeah so I, I texted nicole when i was out when i was out and i'm like do not let me forget to tell you about whore island <laughs> <laughs> some real uh... i gotta see your face this whore island and she's like what the fuck just trust me whore island <laughs> some some real fat colombian donks on this website Which brings me to a point I wanted to bring up. Have you guys noticed that butts are getting bigger? Butts are totally getting bigger. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and their their shapes are different, too. Like, And, and like, tits are kind of out of style. Tits are way out of style, but I'm still a tit man. But, like, uh, we were leaving Taco Bell yesterday, and there was this family. And this girl, I don't know how old she, she could have been fucking 15 for all I know. Well, but this is going to some dangerous territory. She she had a 15-year-old girl torso and uh, a donk of a Nicki Minaj backup dancer. <laughs> and this don this her jeans were just filled to the brim with donk. And I'm like, is it just the way donks are growing these days or is there a specific workout that people are doing to get their donks in this in particular shape? I feel like it's more workouts to do that and also the clothes are fit more to accentuate sure. the dong Mar- mary suggested it's all these high-waisted jeans all these hipster kids are wearing yeah just just, just shaping the donk not entirely unlike a play-doh fun factory right yeah yeah it could be this fucking all the hormones in the chicken too dog the saying true all, all the additives in the food accentuate mm-hmm. them donks mickey so, D's. um a Kickstarter to send Kelly to Whore Island. <laughs> <laughs> All the data. Now, oh, okay. now, 
If so it ends with me dying, though, right? If if Whore Island was in Japan, Kelly would be up for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know you're not wrong. <laughs> or and then Joe, probably Joey Janela's find my, find my... <laughs> Joey Janela's Whore Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be a great time. You end up in. We're all in now. You end up having a threesome with Marty Janetti and the Invisible Man. <laughs> oh, Marty Janetti was there too. <laughs> I was on Marty Janetti over the weekend. Oh no shit. Yeah, yeah. How how was the trash bag wrestler quotient? Uh not bad. It was okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a fun. It was, it was a very uh, kind of well-rounded show. It wasn't bad. That's a fun, fun Facebook page to go to. Is the Trash Bag Wrestlers Facebook page? Tra- <laughs> trash Bag Wrestlers, for those that don't know, are just fucking local yokels that throw on a t-shirt and jean shorts and call themselves a wrestler. Yeah, there were a couple of uh, dudes that came out. Their tag team name was just Mayhem. Nice. And I looked at Goat and I go, "These guys look like they used to hang out with my dad." <laughs> <laughs> Straight the fuck up. Like I think I might have met that guy when I was four. <laughs> you know, I was I was a little tired before this show, but after checking out that Whore Island website, I, I am perked right up, I tell you. That's right. <laughs> Ever since Lee said it, I can't stop thinking about what a great name for butts Plato Fun Factory is. <laughs> You're welcome. But. Fucking artist. Dang, uh, that thing. girl's got a Plato Fun Factory. Right up. And the last thing, uh, I got a uh, jiu-jitsu promotion last night. I got a stripe on my belt, and that was very exciting. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. shit. Proud of you, man. Goddamn beast lately. It's been fun. It's been good your, times. your wife's Facebook post n- nearly made me break down in tears. Goddamn it. It was very nice. <laughs> I'm reading that Facebook post, and I'm like, man, I don't, I don't think my wife would ever write something like this about me. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking suck compared to Lee. <laughs> That's not true when you know it. Oh. Not true when you know it. It's, it's very good. It's, it feels good. I've been uh it feels good. Fast, fucking crushing it. It's been, it's been really good. And uh we've got a a uh three hour uh charity roll a thon coming up on the twenty fourth of next month. Uh, it's Black Friday. I'm taking a bunch of donations for Salvation Army, toys, food, you know, money, whatever. And we're just gonna roll for like Three hours, so it's, it's gonna be fun. Bring guys from all these other schools around uh, the area. It'll be fun times. You guys gonna have a uh, limp biscuit on loop? <laughs> <laughs> I am thinking about making a sweet playlist that will absolutely include Roland as the first track. <laughs> uh, Juan, Juan in the chat says only seven tickets left for Sex Island until his credit card is approved. Then only six. Now, those are the same seven tickets that have been available since this weekend, and the same seven tickets apparently that have been available according to an article I read that was like written in like September. What did it say? Only twenty tickets available. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. So you got to imagine that like those first fifteen tickets went immediately as soon as they went on sale. Yeah. And then the the other fifteen tickets have had a harder time getting sold. Or the website has always said seven tickets are available, and they're just stealing money. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. That might be the more uh, likely scenario. But hey, by all means, you go to Horror Island. 
we gotta know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> well, let us know what's happening in 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 the cocaine capital of the universe. Yeah, and in a, 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 a quote drug friendly environment. So, I'm just saying, what could possibly go wrong? What you got going on, Kelly? Just thinking about how I'd get stabbed if I went to Colombia. Well, oh, like whatever. None of us would survive 15 minutes in Colombia except for Jose. Until they found out I didn't speak Spanish. <laughs> and he'd survive 22 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> uh, let's see what's been going on with me. Uh, I watched. So on uh, on Friday, I hung out with some friends and we watched my buddy's wedding video. What? Which, here, it's here's the thing Wait, about what? it. It's goddamn amazing because it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so they had, you know, they had their normal photographer, and then at the reception, they also had like this photo booth that you could go in and take pictures. I'm familiar. Yep. Well, apparently, the dude that runs the photo booth just took it upon himself. To film and edit together a wedding video. No one asked him to do this. Wait, what? No one realized he was doing it over the course of the wedding. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, eight months after the wedding happened, they just get this video from this dude saying, Hey, look what I made. Eight, they didn't, they eight didn't months. pay him for it. He just okay. did. Eight months after the wedding, what is he trying to show the 11th hour up? <laughs> That's some good turnaround time, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> the video itself is incredible. Like most of it is completely out of focus. A lot of it is just shot in pitch dark so you can't even see anything. Yeah, yeah, I like it. There's random shots of just the ground that he'll <laughs> There was a good chunk of, like, there was a good 30 seconds where the video just hung on a hot glue gun in a box. (laughs) That's the patented... The the, the shot of the ground is the patented knife shot, by the way, where I forget that I'm still recording and I walk with the camera. And the funny thing is, like, no one knew he was doing this, and, like, one of the greatest parts about it was when people would go into the photo booth, he would sneak around the other side and put his camera through, like, a little slit that he had and film them while they're in there. Oh, my God. This is great. So it just looks like he's a pervert, and I'm just waiting for, like, someone to look down and realize his dick's out. Did he get paid for the photo booth? purpose. And then the whole time, like, and then after they leave, he get, he quick pulls out and then goes after him. And there's oh, the you quick, always quick pull. <laughs> <laughs> there's the shot of his feet, and I'm like, oh my god, this is just a POV porn waiting to happen, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and then like every now and then, someone in the photo booth notices they're being filmed by this guy and like gets weirded out by it. Clams up, yeah. But this is all in the video. He cut and then presented. As his finished product. And then and then your friend is like, You guys gotta come over and watch this fucking thing. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. There is one point where he puts down the camera and there's like a good twenty seconds where you just see a guy in a suit walking towards the camera. (laughs) And then it just cuts like right when the guy gets up to it. Like I'm And he edited. He edited this and left shit like that in. 
He left all this garbage in there. How how many fucking avant-garde shit? How, how many? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Gabe's fucking horror short movie in The Office, where he's sitting in Stanley's backseat. <laughs> exactly. But like, yeah, in the video, there's like a few good chunks that you can actually see. Uh, you can see me pull off an expertly, uh, an expertly pulled off Running Man. Just fucking nailed it. Just crushed it, eh? Just crushed it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, we discovered that uh, the groom, his dancing pretty much all centers around him just running in circles and pointing. <laughs> so he's white. dicing too much. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much pointing. And yes, Lee, very, very white. Just, just guessing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mahoney in the chat says, "Donate to my GoFundMe to get Kelly a hobby that isn't sitting around watching wedding videos." Go, <laughs> GoFundMe.com/slash/SaveWeddingVidKelly. <laughs> I've only watched that one, but I would be willing to sit and watch the rest of these dudes' movies. Yes, just to see the the other art that he has crafted. I think that's the only word to describe it. It's clearly art. Like just, I think it was really the shot on the hot glue gun sitting in the box is really the one that was pushed <laughs> over the edge. Why was there a hot glue gun movie? I am assuming he had it so that like he glued feathers onto sunglasses for people to wear in the uh, booth. That's my guess. I could see that. Yeah, that that's the only thing I can guess. There was a good chunk where he just kept in a woman that was just staring directly at him for a good, like, <laughs> that was a good 50 seconds. Like, you could tell she was like, I don't know who this motherfucker is. I'm going to watch him and make sure he's not being a pervert. That is so, so strange. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever heard, I've ever seen. Especially because they didn't ask him to do this, and no one really noticed him doing it, and if they did notice him doing it, no one mentioned anything about it. That's amazing. <laughs> so uh, if, you, if you ever hire a uh, photo booth guy for your wedding, be warned... They might just uh, make their own video for funsies. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that fucking photo booth business is like a thing now. Like, I've seen several places that tell people pulling that off. And it's like, how does this count? And good for you, but fuck, man. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, it's smart. Uh, people like to do it. And, and you get more pictures of your event. So why not? Yeah, I'm just saying like this. Just the overhead is insanely low. Like it's just fucking pure profit. Yeah. For those guys, I'm not mad at it. No, not mad at all. I'm trying to think if I've ever done anything else recently. Not really. Well, what you doing? When that's your fucking weekend, I mean, like, I mean, what else you got to do? I know. Just being, just being, 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 being fucking greedy at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what's going on, nice? Uh, I got some shit that's grinding my fucking gears. Liter- oh, let's have it. Literally. So I've talked a little bit about my car problems of of my brand new car that well it wasn't brand new but I got a new car in July. God damn it! It it it, it's yeah it was a 2007 Ford Escape. Got it in July, and what a week after I got it the starter died, and it's just been one thing after another. So I take it to Ford 
in August after I get it to get a, a work service, which is oil change. They top everything off, rotate the tires, they check, make sure everything's looking great, or at least they say they're supposed to. Uh, and then I had the fucking issues with my radio where it, you know, killed my entire instrument panel. Oh, fucking weird. oh my god oh, i remember that so uh uh the most recent issues were i got a, a error message that said oil change needed on my uh instrument panel which doesn't make sense because i just got my oil changed in august and it's october uh and then i was i was hearing a weird nasty grinding noise coming from my back rear tire and also like when i would come to a complete stop it sounded like something was rolling around like i had a pickup truck mm, and something was rolling around the bed of the pickup truck so i was like all right <laughs> no, not good i'm gonna take it into ford because they did my oil change so they should check out the oil change error message and also this grinding rolling noise it got to the point where I pulled into a, a gas station one day, and this guy in this pickup truck pulled in not soon after me, and he was like, what is that noise? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound good. So, uh, like, thanks, uh, Craig. Appreciate it. Yeah. On, let's see. Let me, let me get my dates correct here. On October 5th, I bring my car in to Ford. <laughs> if it pleases the court. <laughs> On October 5th, I bring my car into Ford, leave it there overnight, and it w- ha- I had an appointment for Friday morning. Uh, Friday afternoon, I get a call. They say they reset the oil change light. I guess whoever did my oil change just didn't reset it when they were doing it. So it eventually popped up saying that I need an oil change. Okay, whatever. Shit happens. And they said that the grinding noise is just that my entire undercarriage is rusty and crappy and old and unless i want to spend like two grand replacing everything down there i should just drive it and not worry about it so they didn't charge me anything uh uh, mary dropped me off and then we headed home from there uh we're about five miles away from the ford dealership i'm about uh five minutes away from getting home and every time i press on the gas pedal i'm hearing a squealing noise oh no but like but like um not like a not like a squealing like a belt or something like liquid is passing through a small hole and you're hearing hearing the the squealing of the liquid coming through the hole that that's what the squealing was oh oh that's gonna be a chill and and uh whenever i would come to a stop my engine just started to shake violently oh violently And I'm right around the corner from the house, so I'm just hoping to God in rush hour traffic I'm able to get to the house before it completely dies on me. Uh, so I get home, immediately get on the phone with Ford, like, what the fuck? Like, I just picked up my car, and this is a whole new problem that is even worse. What, what did you assholes do? They were obviously closed for the night. So the next morning, I get a hold of AAA, they come pick up the car, they bring it to Ford, I had a 10.30 appointment that Saturday, which was the 7th, and, uh, you know, I was just kind of waiting to hear what happened. Uh, nothing on Saturday, uh, closed on Sunday, nothing on Monday, I call on Tuesday to be like, hey, any updates, anything? I'm like, no, no, no updates, 
Like, okay, that's interesting. So, you know, I had a an appointment on Saturday, but no updates by Tuesday. Whatever. What, now, have they had your car this whole time? Yes, yes. They had my car from oh. Saturday on. You know, I picked it up Friday night and brought it back that Saturday morning. Got Had it towed in. So it's just sitting there, huh. and it seems like they're, they've are they either forgotten about it, or they're ignoring it, or they know they fucked something up, so they don't want to tell me, whatever. Uh, I believe... They said, who dis? Wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> so I call on Thursday the 12th, be like, hey, haven't heard anything, and no one could find my information. I finally get a manager... And the manager's was like, okay, let me let me go figure out what's going on. And then he calls me back a little bit later. And he says, all right, so apparently it's a transmission fluid pump. And I say, okay, well, how much does it cost to replace that? And he says, oh, well, it, it pretty much ruined your entire transmission, so you're going to have to oh. get your transmission replaced. That's going to be about three to $4,000. Oh, my oh, God. So I'm like, Jesus. So I'm like, okay. Um, what's the lemon law? <laughs> I says, okay, let me uh, let me get this gun out of my mouth real quick to <laughs> figure this out, and and I said, wow, that's uh, that really sucks. And he says, but I'll tell you what, let me get you a detailed estimate, and I'll get back to you. I'm like, all right, that sounds great. So that was Thursday. Nothing Friday. Nothing Saturday. Oh come on. Nothing Monday. So I call to uh, so fi- finally I didn't hear anything. I'm I'm talking to my old man because he helped get the car and and he is definitely uh, taking responsibility for for the car at this point. Uh, because, did you buy it from this dealership? No, 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 different different oh, dealership. Okay. And and he says, well, I've got this guy, so let's just uh, get it over to this other guy and get a second opinion. I'm like sounds sounds good. So this morning I get up, I call Ford to let them know, no answer, I leave a message. I call the new place to let them know, they're all good, it's a, it's all straight. I get a hold of AAA, Triple H is good, Triple H, Triple A is good, <laughs> and they're on their way to Ford. So uh, this whole time, this is like two hours between when I call AAA and when they're supposed to arrive, I'm trying to get a hold of Ford to let them know that a tow truck is coming to pick up my car. And you guys should probably know this, and You're gonna have one I, less car in a couple hours. Yeah, than you do right now, <laughs> and I'm and I'm not gonna be there. So I wanted to make sure that this would go as easily as possible. So I'm calling, and I'm getting voicemails. I'm getting okay. Well, the they can't come to the phone right now. Can I take a message? I'd I'd leave my name. I'd leave my number. This I did this like three or four times. Finally, I called, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, the the cashier's helping a customer right now. She can't answer the phone." I'm like, well, like the tow truck, I'm looking at the the tracker, the AAA tracker. The tr- tow truck is literally around the corner. Like, I need to talk to somebody because I don't know if I owe them any money for them looking also, at my car. Like, she's saying the chick on the phone is, the, the, the chick at the register is busy. She can't answer the phone. It's like, you're on the phone with me now. Right, exactly. Exactly. Like. And every time I would call, they'd be like, well, who's your service agent? I'm like, why does it fucking matter? <laughs> like, pull up my car and find out what's going on with it. So I, she says, well, she, she can't come to the phone right now. Leave me your name. Leave me your number. I will get you a manager, and a manager will call you right back. Oh, that's a fuckery <clears throat> afoot, sir. I never heard from Ford again. 
And on the AAA tracker, I'm watching my car go from Ford to the new, the new mechanic. Never, never heard from Ford. They apparently gave my keys to this guy. No problem. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and the the new mechanic says, uh, "Yeah, the transmission is uh, right fucked, but it'll be about twenty three hundred bucks." So. Uh, pretty pretty deep into this car already. Too deep but to get a new one. Twenty three hundred is a far cry from three to four thousand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, the, the and these guys will actually like answer my phone call. So, well, that's good. There's that. <laughs> so that's been grinding my gears. And apparently, the um, it's possible that the grinding noise I was hearing was due to the transmission too. So there's there's also also that. But I brought this fucking car into Ford. Four or five times, and you guys like aren't gonna catch that. That's how. That is ridiculous. How do you not catch that? I don't know, man. They were. Yeah, that's insane. And I'm still very suspicious that they caused the problem. Like my car was running decently, except for that grinding noise and the oil change light. And then once I got it back. And that shit started to happen. Like I had never encountered that before. It was it was running like garbage. So like, that it's it's not uh, the best. Yeah, uh, Mister uh, Nice, well, hang on. Let me see if I can. <laughs> yeah, like I do feel like they were avoiding me because they they realized they they did some shit wrong. Oh shit! The oven's on. Gotta go by. <laughs> Uh, I was hoping when the hurricanes came through, I was like, oh man, wouldn't it be so great if a tree just fell on my car right now? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't need right now a good old fashioned act of God. Uh, another thing that grinds my gears is my wardrobe is mostly black t-shirts with some sort of nerdy mashup on them from, uh, ripped apparel, uh, ripped.panelsonpages.com. To say, some respect. Yeah. Uh, so whenever I go out in public, it's very likely that someone will try and strike up a conversation because of the T-shirt that I'm wearing. Uh, we're in Walgreens last night, and the guy behind the counter starts asking us about if if we got tickets for the Last Jedi yet. I was like, that's that's weird that that guy would bring that up. Then I realized me and my wife both are wearing fucking Star Wars shirts. And then and then tonight we go to the grocery store, and we see an eye uh, a a register that's open, ready to go. We're ready to check out. And I didn't recognize the guy at first, but as soon as the guy locks eyes on my shirt and starts asking questions, I realized we've we've encountered this guy before, and he likes to have slow. Uh, conversations while he's ringing you up uh, about oh. your your shirt. It's like if you're gonna ch- if you're gonna chat me up, like you better be moving along. You that the, those beeps better be consistent. Like don't pause to have a conversation with me about my shirt. Yeah. I was wearing no my beep with chat. No beep with pleasantry. That's fucking yeah. fine. But let's 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 keep it moving. <laughs> I was wearing my Darth Vader wearing the Infinity Gauntlet shirt, and he's like, oh, nice. So were you a fan of both? I was like, yes. <laughs> so You're like, nah, I just bought the shit at Goodwill. <laughs> so um, it's going to be an exciting couple of months, huh? Beep. <laughs> like, uh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, going to be exciting. So what do you think? Is uh, 
Justice League going to be better or is Thor going to be better? Beep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I fucking remember this guy. We made the wrong choice. So next time we're in that grocery store. You better I'm, wear a button up. I'm keeping a fucking eye. No, I'm keeping an eye out for that guy and not getting in his line. It's like uh, Jose probably knows the the dude who worked at the Taco Bell by our old house. Who, whenever you would come in, he if he was working at the register, he he was just so happy to see everybody and just making jokes and starting up conversations. You know who I'm talking about, right? By, but very by the old, yeah by the old house yeah. Ooh. There was just this one dude who working at Taco Bell was the best thing that ever the answer is no he he probably <laughs> remembers but this guy just Taco Bell is the best thing that ever happened to him and he's just he, you know he's he's cleaning up tables just whistling and doing a little dance and coming over to everybody's table and asking them how we're doing it's like leave me the fuck alone while I eat my quesarito god damn it <laughs> <laughs> so there's that that that's been grinding my gears and lastly uh, we talked a lot last week about the Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce and the, the just the, the clusterfuck that that was. And I was thinking about it. And I realized, and this was after the show last week, I realized they've been doing this Rickmobile thing across the country oh, yeah. for a few months. For those that don't know, the Rickmobile, is, it looks like the, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, but it looks like Rick from Rick and Morty. And it has exclusive Rick and Morty merch that you can buy off of it. And like it, the, they've got like a, a Gwendolyn blow-up doll, which is kind of rad. Yeah. And it'll stop in your town, and you can go and buy exclusive shit and take pictures with the Rickmobile, so on and so forth. And there's been huge turnouts at these Rickmobile uh, events. And I was thinking, they've been doing a bunch of these Rickmobile things. We haven't heard really any stories about People being fuckheads at these Rickmobile things. You know, still the same, same deal. Like, it's huge crowds, exclusives. <clears throat> so why aren't we seeing the same issues with the Rickmobile? I'm not rolling up with three Rick and Morty Funko Pops. <laughs> exactly. And be like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, Pack searched. It up. I searched to see if there's been any incidents at any Rickmobile stops. And there has been one. I found news stories on one. And it was in Tampa. And the problem oh, was... No, it doesn't count. It doesn't count? No, it's in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it. you're right. It doesn't count because the problems were that there were too many people. Uh, they were standing in... Because there were so many people, they were standing in the streets and blocking roads, standing in people's yards, uh, you know, dropping trash in people's yards. But you're going to get that with any gathering of 2,000 people. Sure. And the cops had to shut it down because it was... Uh, a safety hazard with so many people there, and it's a bunch of fucking fucks. I'll but, push your hot cart. But hot there was no in the street. There was no riot or anything. There weren't people chanting, "Give us sauce." You know, it just it got shut down. So it just leads me to believe that it the Rick and Morty fans are not the problem. It yeah, was there have been a, an extreme number of. Ridiculous think pieces pope up my, my Google feed about just the toxic fan base of Rick and Morty, and it's like get the fuck out of yeah, here. I'm not saying there aren't problem fans in the Rick and Morty fan base, but of course, but there's problem fans in literally everything. anything. Right? Why is it that 
people can behave like humans at all these Rick and Rickmobile stops, but this McDonald's event turned into chaos. Well, it's mo- people hungry, man. And it's it's mostly McDonald's fault. So that's yeah, that. It certainly seems like it. That that's like, what you know. that that is what's been grinding my gears this week. But that said, were I for some reason to go to a fucking McDonald's looking for some Szechuan sauce, one, it's a line with more than six people deep. I would not stay. <laughs> right. <laughs> in the event that you know, for some fucking reason, I had literally nothing else better to do in the world, and I hung out in the line for fifteen minutes. And they're like, hey, we're out of sauce. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. Like, that, that, that's the end of it. Like, so the people that are chanting are definitely assholes for sure. Right. But the whole thing was just so orchestrated to become what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking dicks. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> I'm Pickle Rick. <laughs> These fucking dicks. <laughs> What's up, Jose? Well, a hundred percent. What's up, your gears? Nothing. Nice. Just, just fucking living that dream. Didn't have to watch somebody jerk off in the crowd. <laughs> That's cool. So you know, already started off on a high note. Well, you didn't have to watch that guy jerk off in the crowd. He just chose to. <laughs> Nobody knew what was going on yet because they weren't explaining like, hey, that guy's jerking off in the crowd. <laughs> keep an eye on him while I get security. It was, hey, keep an eye on this guy. Jose was like, I need to see how this ends. <laughs> no spoilers. So we had a... Okay. <laughs> it's security. He said, bup, 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 bup. <laughs> Wait. One second. One second. <laughs> You know the whole, you know, is the spoon bending or are you bending? The chicken, oh, like, like, the mentalist type shit. So okay, we're we're eating Mind at freak? this restaurant, right? <laughs> and out of nowhere, a guy who is in a white button-up dress-up who doesn't look like the other employees comes it's in for content. Where are you? At a restaurant. Okay, okay. We're, we're, we're just eating. And he comes in out of nowhere. No one asked for him. No one needed him. He just came in with him. With He's like, here, you guys, here's some napkins. And then <laughs> spills sauce all over the table. <laughs> so then the whole night we're wondering, did we? would we have needed the napkins? <laughs> <laughs> or did he know the spill was coming? So he felt he needed to leave the napkins, but in helping, he created the mess he left the napkins for. I don't know. And then we never saw the guy again. So I, my thing is, I don't think he worked there. I think that was like his his shtick. He just went around fucking with people while they ate. I can see it. He's probably part of some like improv group, and that's something they have to do to like get in. Like, what, the the what, hazing what sauce did he spill? Like an Italian joint? No, we were eating sushi, and everyone had shit everywhere. It was just like a big cup of okay. sauce. Okay, all right for dipping. But we were fine. The, w- there was no need for some guy to jump in the middle of our table. It was just weird. Yeah, it sounds pretty weird. Yeah. 
I want to dismiss that as a ridiculous thing to say, but I'm having a hard time. <laughs> That's just weird enough. And things are just strange enough that that could totally have happened and some dickhead been like, you know, three tables away with a smartphone recording it and now you're on YouTube and don't know it. <laughs> Man. The poor guy just sh- try- just trying to rinse his hair out and some cocksucker's pouring him with shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's ridiculous. If you uh, uh, take video in a gym of someone secretly, you're the worst person alive, by the way. Even if the person is doing something stupid on a on a machine or a weight bench or something, that's that's evil. I hate seeing that in like fail videos. Oh, what? Just people like in the gym working out? Yeah, uh, some or someone taking video of someone doing something stupid in the gym. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when you're in the gym, you're at your absolute most vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason why I don't go to gyms. It's a safe space, man. Yeah. Fucking A. Shit, what else you got, Jose? Man, that's about it. I'm, I'm heading towards the end of my, my tailwind of uh, only home. Half a Tuesday, Wednesday, which has been a fucking blast. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been a fucking traveling maniac the past few uh, weeks. Wrecking up that miles, though. But we almost missed our flight. So check this out. Here's a little hint. If you're traveling with somebody who has the TSA pre-check and you don't, but you your flights were like booked together, have them check you in, you automatically get the TSA pre-check. Ooh. But if you check it, like if I were to check in and then he checked in, I don't get it. He gets it. Sure. But because he checked us in, we both got it. That's fucking stupid because that's the easiest way to get past, get shit past. Yeah. Well, it worked. <laughs> it, it fucking got his pass. You should you should try uh, smuggling some shit in your your belt loop next time. Like, I mean, loop. it's not like it's about any kind of security. They just want your hundred bucks. No, yeah. Oh, and I'll pay it because I'll tell you what, it was fucking beautiful. <laughs> we we so th- it was my first. Well, sometimes we got the flagged when they thought I was a veteran back in the day. Right. And they get us through, but this was. Why did they think you were a veteran? <laughs> because he had this like brown jacket, and he would wear a beanie. So he joked that they were giving him pre-check because it. it, it he looked like a looked like, like a, Stallone coming back into town. Yeah, in <laughs> Rambo, just walk. You know, just trying to walk through town, not trying to cause any trouble. He wasn't doing you know? any like stolen valor type shit, but that that was just our theory. Yeah, I wasn't pretending, but my yeah was like they saw me and they're like, "This man's seen some shit." <laughs> <laughs> let, let him, let him through <laughs> for your services. Oh my so, god! We, we go to Uber to catch the plane this morning, and everything's cool. We're twenty minutes away. Fucking accident. So we we. The plane boards at 8.30. We get there at 8.05. Ooh. So we do curbside check-in. And we're, you know, we're joking. <laughs> Hop on the conveyor belt. <laughs> well, we're, we're joking. 
And he's like, hey, you know, I hasn't been putting my pre-check on there. Is my pre-check on there? And the guy was like, no, yours not, but his is. And we chuckled. And his was. And I was like, well, wait, are, are you kidding, though? Does mine happen? Because <laughs> I got to catch a plane and I can't go through this shit. And he's like, yeah, no, no, you're on there. We're like, oh. So we get there, blow through the line. I'm like, look at these savages. <laughs> I can't, I'll never do this again. Fucking common people. Fucking no shoes off. Didn't have to take out the laptop. Just slid it right in. It's so stupid and arbitrary. God damn it. I'm super happy for you, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, made the flight. And just fucking. And so. I don't know where the fuck I'm at. I went to the hotel the other night. I think I said this last week and I went to the wrong floor. So I've been having a habit of going to the seat number from the plane before. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Like my plane, this flight, and I did it leaving too. my plane. I just I don't know where I'm going. I don't know. What time it is? Well, they print it on the paper when they give it to you. Yeah, so. but then when you're in, when you're in it, when you're in it, and you're just going, and it's you've done this fourteen times in a row, it it's like driving. It's like your drive home from work. You'll get home and you realize, I don't even remember turning. I don't remember the drive. You just did it. That's where I'm at with getting on and off planes. So I, I you know what. I'm going to the wrong seat. So I'm 18F, but I walked to 28F, which was my plane, my seat, the the flight, previous flight. Right. So I'm sitting in 28F, and I got (laughs) getting my sleep on. I'm getting my comfies going because fuck this. There's no, I don't, I'm not even trying to get a drink anymore. I'm not trying to get no snacks. I don't want to watch no movie. I'm going to bed. And then this guy sits down and he's like, "Hey, you're in my seat." He's like, "What?" <laughs> I look. He's like, "Fuck!" All right, man, my fault. I'm 18F, not 28F. He's like, "Oh, that's cool." Except for the fact that now I'm you're stuck going, in the back of the plane. Is you going the wrong way to the one-way streets? Yeah, and so I just had to stand and wait. And then I get over to my seat, and it's fucking two of the oldest people just spread out. <laughs> like, the chicks in my seat and her dudes in the other seat and they're in the middle. I felt bad. And I was like, well, like whatever, I'll, man. I'll, I'll, I'll look, if you want to move, I'll sit on the end, but I'm not sitting in the middle of you two. But I probably should have. I don't know. I felt bad because it took him a while. Hell, it doesn't matter at that point. But then I fucking passed out right next to him. Said, peace. I'll see you in... <laughs> O-Town. You say that, Jose, as if that should be exceptional. Like, can you fucking believe I fell asleep next to people? The answer, Jose, is yes. We can believe you fell asleep literally anywhere. <laughs> like, I watched you fall asleep in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> hey, superpowers. We've started the show. You've been awake. Lee goes to introduce you, and you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking internet, man. Like, right when Lee sure. started, right when he came in, it goes, and then just silence. <laughs> and then I got to re- uh, 
refresh the page and come back in. It's a fucking pain in the ass. Oh God! All right, we got a uh, we got a piece of mail sent to popcast at panelsonpages dot com uh, from our good buddy Mahoney. Look at all this fan mail. Writes in shout out to when Jose invented the egg taco. Damn straight, it ain't an omelet. <laughs> I remember how indignant he was in that episode. (laughs) And that's fucked, man. Now here's Taco Bell getting all the fucking credit. So before you go on, Jose, uh, Mahoney included an audio clip. I believe we got. What's up, Jose? Tell us a story. I'm working on a thing called uh, egg pancake. No, egg taco. <laughs> but it's not a burrito. It's not a fucking omelet. <laughs> work. I would like it. I, but I, I can't get into the chat. My screen. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't love tell. It's not a fucking omelet. <laughs> it works. I would like it, but I can't get into the chat. My screen. I love how defensive he got about egg taco before we even like interjected. It's not a fucking omelet, you guys. Because everyone's like, "Oh, an omelet." I'm like, "No, it's not an omelet. It's a fucking egg taco." God damn it! If you said egg taco, why would anyone's first reaction be, "Oh, it must be an omelet"? Well, because the way the kind of the way you cook it, but you don't scramble it. Everything's put in the egg, but it folds over, and you oh, eat okay. it like a taco. It, it is yeah. sounding more like an omelet the more you yeah, talk. Now, now I see why they think it's a ta- why they think it's an omelet. The reason is because it's an omelet. Yeah, it's, it's not reason. an omelet. <laughs> it's completely an omelet. That's why he was so defensive right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, but then everyone's seen the picture, right? And it's not a fucking omelet. Yeah. Uh, so spe- now, this is relevant because fucking Taco Bell is rolling out egg taco. Egg taco. <laughs> yep. Which I've seen the photo you provided, Jose, and now this picture that's on the Taco Bell thing, and I still don't understand how it doesn't like fucking fall apart. Like a fried egg is not structurally sound. Yeah, but no. you got to think of it as a fast food fried egg. So it's got some, it's got some integrity. Yeah, but, it's yeah, got but some. I never- no, I never fried my egg. It's just a fucking egg, man. You don't need to fry that shit. Well, how do you make what? That like cooking an egg in a pan, that's considered frying an egg. Oh, well, whatever. Whatever. You <laughs> tomato, tomato. Wait, no, how do you wait? So how do you do it then? No, he's so confusing. He he's thinking you meant like deep fry an like, egg. Yeah, like fry. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Okay, so we we're just we're we're all on the same page. That's what riff. the fuck it's called. <laughs> well, yeah, when you have an egg on a burger, but it's, it's not an omelet. Fried egg. <laughs> it's not a fucking omelet. That's the no, whole no, no, goddamn. Okay, thing. I'm with you at that point, but it's certainly <laughs> a fucking fried egg. <laughs> yes. Okay, but yeah, but but I, I'm thinking fried, like fried Oreo, shit like that. No one does that. No, that's. <laughs> I think the only way you could do that is to like hard boil the egg and then deep fry. Yeah, it. like a Scotch egg. Where they hard boil an egg and then coat it in like sausage and then batter it and then deep fry it. What? That's a thing. Yeah. What? That sounds incredible. Yeah. You've never heard? Oh well, maybe the Scotch egg doesn't have the the sausage. Maybe that's 
an alligator egg, but yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? These things. They, well, the scotch egg, I think, is just a hard-boiled egg battered and deep-fried, and then the alligator egg is it's ra- uh, the hard-boiled egg is wrapped in sausage batter and then deep-fried. Whoa! So it looks like that a giant. Awesome! It looks like a big fucking jalapeno popper. Ooh! All right, I'm into that. I'm into that. Huh? I've never heard of these before. Ooh, this one. All kinds of egg treats. Yeah, Kelly. Th- this we one. We got tacos. I... We got alligators and then fucking Scottish. <laughs> scotch, scotch eggs. Scotch. Sorry, sorry. This one I'm looking at has uh... freedom. It's not the one I just linked you to, but this one I'm about to send you now has it's a hard-boiled egg inside uh, avocado. Ooh, that looks awesome. Oh, huh. oh, oh. I'd eat that. At, oh, at shit. Charlotte had a stuffed avocado. We stuffed it with, like, chicken. Although it wasn't stuffed. It was more like they fucking piled it on a half cup. Yeah, because, like, you know. But it was an avocado, which is going to get fucking wrecked. So uh, it's fucking pretty good. Sheila in the chat says that the scotch egg is with the sausage. So I think the alligator. I'll have to look up what the alligator egg is. I think I oh, saw it on like awesome. um, diners, drive-ins, and dives. All right. I want my royalties, Taco Bell. On the runny inside, it's like it's fucking like soft boiled almost. Yeah. How do you even Ooh, do child. that? I'm not upset about any of these things. <laughs> okay, an alligator egg, it looks like it's a jalapeno? I don't know. I, I can't tell the difference, but uh, they're deep fried. You do a Google image search for alligator egg, and you actually see alligator eggs. <laughs> Fuck that. Also, on Google, the top, the Google Duel today is Selena. That's what I thought it was. Not What's sure why. Sel- Who's a Selena? Is, is it her eighties pop star? Who Jennifer Lopez played? She got yeah, she got murdered by a crazy fan. Yeah, the, oh, the president her, of a fan club. Yeah, the, not not a fan. The president. Not. I am not only a member. But I am also <laughs> the president. Fucked up. So maybe it's her birthday. Maybe it's the anniversary of her death. Maybe it's the anniversary uh, okay. of her inventing the egg taco. Could Whoa, be. That's my <laughs> shit. You don't know. Selena could have invented an egg taco. She could have. And she, all right, let's see. So, you okay, you gotta you gotta uh, heat the oven to four hundred degrees, right? In a large bowl, you're gonna mix up uh, a pound of sausage. Uh, what we got? We got a teaspoon of minced onion and a teaspoon of salt. Put that shit into four equal patties. Then you're going to take uh, a hard-cooked egg. You're going to roll each one in flour to coat it up. Put that into the sausage patty. Shape it around the egg. Uh, then you're going to take that and then dip that into a beaten egg. Yeah. Coat it with breadcrumbs. Yeah. And uh, put on a cookie sheet. Bake 35 minutes or until sausage is thoroughly cooked and no longer pink near the egg. Yeah, you can have that one for fucking free. I'm all over that. That sounds awesome. Well, you're welcome. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Still not an omelet. I am partially aroused. Uh, Juggalo, Never forget. Juggalo John in the chat says the Google Doodle is for the anniversary of her first album. 
Ah, okay. All right. All right. It is not, as I thought, the anniversary of when J-Lo invented the new kind of donk that we're seeing these days. <laughs> <laughs> she pioneered that new donk. It's the anniversary of J-Lo's Play-Doh Fun Factory. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's it's taken off. All right. I think uh, we got our title for this week's episode, J-Lo's Play-Doh <laughs> Fun Factory. <laughs> I, like, I like it. Right, take a break. We'll come back, talk about the couple news items real quick, talk about comic books, and then bounce, son. Yeah, man. Bounce, 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 bounce. Bounce, not entirely unlike uh, Will-shaped donk in the Play-Doh Fun Factory jeans. Yeah. Thematic. All right, bye. <laughs> break.
Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com, click that banner at the top of the page, or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com, or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpage.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on, help us keep the podcast going, help us keep the side, side up, and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals. From your favorite podcast so check it out rip.panelsonpages.com 24 hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome check it out and uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast all right right on finally a song didn't edit to <laughs> lee's been doing that these past couple of weeks he's he's been pulling some some songs and and we've been Passing the smell test on YouTube. Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm, I'm trying to be smart with my decisions, so we'll see. I like it. I appreciate it. Hopefully, that one's uh, remixy enough that it should be okay. All right. Yeah, man. Let's uh, fucking get into some news right quick. Said it's a. Anybody? It wasn't in the. The thing you put up, did anybody else watch? Did anybody watch the Black Panther trailer? Because I have not yet. I did not, no. and I'm not going no, to. I didn't watch it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to. Either. I didn't watch. The Black I, Panther. I thought that we already saw the Black Panther trailer. Well, there's a new one. Yeah, but there shouldn't be. Yeah, I'm going to see. It. I, I'm not going to watch the Black Panther trailer. I'm not going to watch the uh, Last Jedi trailer. I'm not going to watch the new Justice League trailer. I'm, I'm trying not to. There's a new Justice League trailer. Yeah, the the How final just. The final Justice League trailer. It's funny you bring that up, Lee, because uh, I was first alerted to this by Juan, but also Rick Marshall just posted this on Facebook. It's an image of the new Black Panther poster, which is their ensemble cast. And somebody tweeted, uh, Nate, uh, I don't know, maybe this is Twitter, maybe this is Tumblr, I don't know. So one dude says... The only two white people on the poster are Bilbo and Gollum. I am okay with this. Referring to Andy Serkis and uh, uh, what's his his name? Tim from The Office. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then the response is, they're the Tolkien white guys. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, That's funny. Solid dad joke. Solid. Solid. Yeah, that's fucking rock solid. That's great. Uh, Speaking of trailers, though, did you guys watch the New Mutants trailer? I have not. Yes, I Maybe did. we can do that together. Uh, oh, you want to watch that right now? Yeah, because I, I have not seen it. All righty. Let's fucking do this. Let me. As opposed uh, to talk about the shit I haven't seen, some kind of a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, Luke everybody, link everybody up. You think I'm talking about you? I probably am. Oops. It started before us. I'm going to post this in our little uh, chizzy chat. I'm going to post this in the... Uh, YouTube chat, and then you can count us down. All right. Okay, uh, uh, let's do this. Try and clear your mind 
and let's go into this not knowing that it's a New Mutants t- trailer. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, you know how back in the day before the internet, you'd go to the movies and a movie trailer would come on, and you wouldn't know what movie it was for. I mean, yes, you sort sure, of lose right. that in this day and age where you know someone posts a link to a trailer with the name of the movie in it, so you lose that that reveal to it. So. Uh, this is a brand new trailer for an as yet unnamed movie that we're about to watch right now. Okay. Okay. Hot, hot, hot new movie. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So go three, two, one, go. All right. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I want you to respond truthfully. What is this? Have you ever heard someone? Oh, that's unsettling. Yes. Spoopy. Oh, shit. Have you ever experienced anything you'd consider abnormal? <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. Yes. Last question. Do you know what mutants are? What? <laughs> All right. Do you know baby rattlesnakes are more dangerous than adult ones? They haven't learned how to control how much venom they secrete. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. All I'm into this. Are dangerous. That's why you're here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what is this place? Come on. That's a haunted house. You've been through a lot. Get some rest. What? New Mutants? Yes. (laughs) I would not have known that that was an X-Men movie unless you told me. You sure would not have. So it's a horror movie? Yeah. Damn right it is. It looks fucking awesome. That looks fucking cool. uh, Directed by Josh (laughs) Boone, it is actually planned to be a trilogy of horror movies. Of course it is. Sure. Uh, New Mutants director wants trilogy of horror-infused X-Men films. So maybe not New Mutants, but... I love it. I, I am I am super on board for this. Yeah, it's fucking cool. I, I, I think I said something similar when Logan came out. Like, the, the, the idea that, like, you know, your fucking mom knows what an X-Men is now. <laughs> like, it's not new... You don't have to explain it anymore. Like you can just at this point, fuck whatever half-assed attempt at continuity you have, and just tell a cool story. That's what Logan did. Logan said, "You know what Xavier is. You know what Wolverine is. Here's the last Wolverine story," and it was fucking wonderful. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need this to connect to fucking anything else at all. But the notion that 
they had these mutant kids with like, you know, the fucked up powers locked away in this hospital. It's kind of an awesome idea. Legit, the only thing I'd want it to connect with is Legion. Yeah. Because it feels right in line with Legion. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, because what? That all that crazy shit, that's like that's demons from limbo, from magic, right? Gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. Did and you see the, the um, Lockheed in there? No. No, I heard Lockheed was in there. Where, whereabouts? I'm not. He's like, there's a. I'm not sure where it is in the in the trailer, but there's a, a bit where you see magic in like laying in bed, and there's a the dragon with her. No shit, that's awesome. So yeah, that's the chick from Split playing Ilyana Magic, right? I haven't seen Split, but I recognize her. Yeah, I haven't seen her. And either. then that one dude, Charlie Heaton, uh, from Stranger Things, is playing Cannonball. Okay. And then oh, okay. Uh, Arya Stark is some other mutant. She's Wolvesbane. Oh, okay. Okay, so you got you know Magic, who you know is tethered to the, a demon dimension. You got cannonball who's everything from the junk down turned into a fucking fireball <laughs> and then turned into a wolf monster like and then also sunspot and daniel moonstar yeah these are all like you know they can be scary powers and they're supposed to be adapting the demon bear saga nice uh yeah, i man i that know Juan is not into it, and JM, who made an appearance in the chat tonight, says New Mutants will be the first Marvel movie he'll be skipping in over 15 years. What? Why? I don't... I think it's because he doesn't like horror movies, and I think that's the same thing for Juan, too. Actually, Juan, it's more that he thinks they're they're deviating too much from the source material. But honestly, as we've seen with the Marvel Studios movies is you know each one is kind of taking it on its own genre and that's one thing that we haven't seen from these marvel movies yet is a horror movie you know yeah. they have to branch out and do different things like uh winter soldier was a spy movie fucking uh doctor strange was a trippy dippy acid flashback uh ant-man was a heist movie yeah stuff like that yeah. they've yet to do a full-on horror flick um I am, like, I was ready to write off all this X-Men bullshit <laughs> hardcore uh, because fuck those X-Men movies. Yes. But then between Deadpool, Logan, and Legion, uh, I have not watched The Gifted, but I actually hear good things. Um, but Deadpool, Logan, and Legion, they, they earned some goodwill back for me. Like, I will not go see that fucking Dark Phoenix saga like for free. Like I'm I'm not <laughs> we're not watching that. Like I'm watching nothing but the roast that fucking cast ever again. <laughs> that apocalypse movie was trash. <laughs> that is on the tourism board's welcome video for Trash Mountain. <laughs> Yo, that movie sucks balls. Five thousand dollars for a four day pass to Trash Island. <laughs> It's going to show X-Men Apocalypse on a loop. <laughs> uh, X-Men Apocalypse, and for some reason, 1997's Steel. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I'm fucking all in for that. That looks great. That looks awesome. Shit, what else we got? Uh, the only other story is 
apparently a 64-year-old handyman stole over $250,000 worth of Joe Casada's personal art collection. Woo! That's nuts. Uh, this dude, um, Francesco Bove, was a handyman who was hired by Joe Casada, And this is uh, uh, to work on Joe Casada's Spart- Sparta, New Jersey home. And um, he was working, doing the work while Joe Casada was out of town or whatever. And apparently covered up a bunch of the security cameras, or covered up all the security cameras, and was essentially squatting there. And <laughs> that's crazy. Him, him, and his wife are checking the security cameras, and they're all covered up. They're contacting the security company, and the security company says, "You know, the cameras are working. They're just covered up." Yeah, you know, he gets a hold of this handyman. The handyman admits that he's been living there. Joe Casada fires his ass, and the guy then cleans him out of over two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Worth of uh, uh, rare comic books, original comic art, shit like that, and he's been selling them. Jeez. But the guy, the guy got busted. He is waiting oh, extradition to New York. That's gross, man. Ish. I love that it says here that the guy has been charged with third degree burglary and second degree theft, and I don't know the difference. <laughs> No. <laughs> like what the fuck? I don't know the degrees. I don't know the difference between burglary and theft. <laughs> like, burglary. I, I feel like burglary is when you enter a premises uninvited. Okay, I think so. Yeah. You know, because you could steal when you're in there, and it's it's cool for you to be there, but it's still not cool for you to take something. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. All right, all you're right. not burgling anybody. You're just stealing <laughs> shit. Yeah. Right. Now, see, the Hamburglar, he <laughs> is not wanted to be in McDonald's. So when yeah, he's, he's probably on that there list. to steal hamburgers, he is burgling <laughs> those burgers from them. If it was cool, he'd be the ham stealer. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I dig it. <laughs> or as Jose likes to call him, the robbler. The robbler. <laughs> <laughs> robble, robble. Uh, that's that's one of uh, Goat's greatest life accomplishments was dressing up as the Hamburglar and stealing <laughs> crystals. Oh, so, yeah, so good. That's the news for this week. Sorry. Yeah. There might have been other stuff, but you know. I really can't uh, get excited for uh, comic book solicits or new creative teams or uh, news about uh, Marvel comics events that, remember, they weren't supposed to have comics events for like another year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fuck Marvel. (laughs) Fuck us, more likely. Wait, is there one that's coming out? Did I miss miss something? Uh, There was was something. uh, Yeah, there's something. God damn it. <laughs> I essentially just saw a news headline that was like, someone's coming back in this big Marvel event. And I was like, what Marvel event? What? Oh, is that the oh. Jean Grey thing? I don't... Man, you're going to make me pull up CBR, aren't you? It's okay. No, no, it's all right. It's, all right. <laughs> it's time to talk about the 15 people I want to come back the most. Number one, obviously, is Janet. <laughs> Number two. Oh, we're starting. We're starting with number one. Nice. We start with number one. <laughs> number n- number two, my dad. Don't interrupt. <laughs> number three, 
Uh, Pop Pop, rest in peace. I'd like you to come back. <laughs> Number four. Fucking, I don't know, Jean Grey? <laughs> okay, I got it, I got it. It's not a return, it's a death. Marvel teases death, in a, death of an Avenger in No Surrender event. Well, we talking okay. death. <laughs> oh, all right, CVR <laughs> got top 15 people I want to see die. <laughs> Number one, that bitch-ass Scott. <laughs> fucking you fucking Scott. know what you did, Scott. <laughs> Number two. For the doubt, thinking maybe it's just like hey, uh, Randy. You said you were my friend. <laughs> so real for a second. Number f- number three. That fucking that fucking guy from Newsarama. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember your name, but I saw you in your Comic Con, and you looked like a fuck. <laughs> Love it. Like his excitement is gone. He's just overly surly now. So, so maybe it's uh, maybe maybe Marvel doesn't consider it an event, but CBR definitely I mean, considered it an event. It's it's only supposed to last three months. Okay, here's the thing: if it is simply like a three issue miniseries called No Surrender, cool. If it's got tie-ins, motherfuckers, it's an event, <laughs> and you lied. So let's see what the fuck happens. Oh, 16-part weekly event. <laughs> oh, you pricks. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's what they're doing with Avengers. They're yeah. consolidating all of the Avengers titles into one book and putting it out weekly. Okay, so it's like not unlike an X-Over almost. Yeah, it's not that bad. So okay, if, if, if you were already buying the Avengers books, literally nothing changes for you except that you just file them all under the same title now. Okay, that's not bad. I can handle that. That's okay. But I, I saw an ad on maybe Twitter or something like that. It was, you know, all these superhero heads, and it's like, Marvel Legacy, the world outside your door. And it's like... Yeah, because they're making drones. <laughs> but... I'm gonna kill your ass. I don't want my comic books to be the world outside my door. Like, like you guys read the news? Like it fucking sucks out there. Yeah. <laughs> like it's 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 a it's a weird time, and I don't need no. And also, that's also just patently not true. You're just being fucks again. Ugh. Weird. Whatever. Let's uh, talk about comic books that came out last week. Not some future shit that might be terrible. Hey, Filbert. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. So, this uh, this Dark Knight's Metal, Kelly. That's <laughs> great. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. It's legit the best thing Scott Snyder's ever done. It is balls-to-the-wall bonkers. Uh, like, deep cuts DC shit in a lot of ways. But oh yeah! Still, like as a guy who's not super DC heavy, it's still pretty accessible. Um, mm-hmm. It's really, really effective that way. It's one of those things where you just kind of have to accept the DC universe is weird, and then once you get past that, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, they're talking about shit that, like, if you knew more, it'd be you know, you kind of get more out of it. But I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Um, 
the talking about events and tie-ins, like the pacing of the tie-ins, like that Gotham Resistance story was exactly as long as it needed to be. Yeah. And when that it was ended, cool. went right back into this issue, like I mean, really, really well executed. Like I'm really excited that for when this is done and they put out like a hardcover of all of it. I'm totally gonna buy that. Yeah, I mean it's really, really well done. Um you get to see the the fucking dark side uh not dark side the doomsday batman uh fight superman for a second it's fucking great uh, and i saw uh on twitter somebody took a screen cap of the shot in the bar with all the evil batmans and the one guy the guy's like uh who the hell is that and scott snyder's like oh yeah that's the doomsday guy he can turn into a bruce form too like that's fucking <laughs> cool <laughs> like, <laughs> and we'll know about that more about that guy when uh when his little one shot comes out, I'm so hyped for that one. I want to know how Bruce becomes Doomsday, and also the Aquaman analog is a chick, and they're yep, all and that's, they're, that's tomorrow. Yeah, and they're all Bruce Wayne, so here's how that works. So yeah, um, I like it. Like, and again, it's it's nutty DC shit where they're they're kind of splitting off into other teams to set up you know what is the next batch of tie-ins, um. But again, really organically in a way that kind of makes sense, and they're you know pairing off Justice Leaguers and/or superheroes with you know a person who's connected to these metals. It's just really, really rad. I love when uh, Deathstroke shows up just by knifing a Robin in its mouth. Yeah, <laughs> those Robins are creepy. We might, I don't know if we talked about the Robins or not, but the Batman who laughs has a shitload of Robins, uh, presumably called from various multiverses. Um, they're all jokered out, and the, the only thing they say is just crow. Like, crow, 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 crow. And they only stop when the Batman who laughs says, bar. Which is super <laughs> fucking dark. <laughs> so good. Love it. Oh, yeah. Nice found uh, Lockheed. Look at that. Neat. Looks like Figment from Epcot. That's great. Um, Daredevil is good again. Is it now? Yeah, Daredevil's pretty good again. Um, partially due to the, some rat art, uh, it's uh, Ron Gurney's back on it, and it just it's, he's doing that style again. He did kind of the beginning of the book where it's kind of it looks like um like loose like Man Without Fear era Frank Miller almost. Yeah, like crazy muted color palette. Um, the last arc was all about Matt going to the Supreme Court, and basically the end of that is superheroes get to testify in court and not reveal who they are, which would be a big deal if it was carried over into literally fucking any other book, but it probably won't be. Uh, and that was just really boring and stupid. But this is uh, Matt in J- uh, China after. Uh, Blind spot who was blinded by an inhuman serial killer last year, uh, called for him to help him out. So he went to China and was kidnapped by the hand and thrown into a fucking hole. And uh, blind spot's gonna feed him to the beast, and the beast looks absolutely terrifying. Uh, this issue is blind spot's origin story, and I and it's good. I give a shit, like it's actually really well done. And maybe part of it is just the fact they put him back in the fucking red suit. Maybe, that, maybe that's part of it. Like, you take him out of the red suit. Shit goes bad. Have they learned nothing? <laughs> like that never works out. Like name one time when he wasn't in the red suit that it was good. 
I'll wait. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh. Yeah, hop back on. That's pretty good. Um, Detective Comics 966 was kind of nuts. Now, I don't know shit about a Mr. Oz. Well, what's a Mr. Oz, Kelly? You know what a Mr. Oz is? Yeah, okay. So I was actually, I haven't been reading that because I read uh, Detective and Trade. So I was curious on what they were doing with him because his big story is going on in um, action, action Okay. right now. So what we've discovered in the past three issues is that Mr. Oz is actually Jor-El, who is Superman's father. Oh, okay. So Jor-El okay. survived the Krypton explosion and then actually fell to Earth as well. And he's just been kind of in hiding and building up his own kind of empire after he saw how shitty humanity is and he's decided, you know, they don't deserve Superman. How have they never, they've never done that before? I'm kind of surprised. I'm still, I still don't think it's really him. I think it's gonna still turn out to be Superboy Prime. Oh, I can see that too. That's my guess, but uh, who knows? But yeah, so that's what's going on with Mister Oz right now. So what are they doing with him in Detective? Uh, this is part two of a story where it just shows that that's where Tim Drake is after Tim yeah. Drake's apparent death. Uh, he woke up and Mister Oz has him, and so he goes to break out. And that's uh, actually another reason why I think that it isn't Jor-El, because why the fuck would Jor-El give a shit about who who Tim Drake is? Right, but Superboy Prime would. Yeah. More than that. Yeah, that makes sense. But Tim comes face-to-face -face with a Batman um, and figures out real quick that this Batman is him. So this is Batman from a timeline where Tim becomes Batman, and you know he refused to believe it because he never wanted ever to become Batman. Like, that's not something he ever wanted to do. And so this issue is a lot of back and forth between two of them as he kind of you know runs down how and why it happened. You know, and he's like, look, like, it's going to happen. Like, this thing's set in place. Like, I've had this conversation. Like, you know, I met myself. It didn't happen quite this way. But, you know, it did happen. So you're going to become... You're going to become me. You know, it's just going to be. And they, you know, land back in Gotham and, you know, he... The, the Batman says something to Tim about uh, Connor. And Tim says, who, who the hell is Connor? And Batman says, what the fuck? And he looks, he's, he checks his little back computer and says, oh, shit, this isn't quite the same. And he you know, slashes Tim across the arm and pulls his glove off and sees he doesn't have a scar. He's like, oh, shit, this is not the same place. It's not the same timeline. I have a chance. Uh, all right, let me tase the fuck out of Robin and go kill Batwoman. <laughs> So like, it's really fucking cool. <laughs> like it's it's pretty rad. Uh, and then I think it's um, I think it's Eddie Barrows. Yeah, on the art and the pencils, it looks so it looks awesome. Yeah, I like his stuff. Yeah, it's it's very cool. It's very very good. Uh, let's see what else? Fucking something else. Um, Doctor Afra still pretty fun the star wars comic uh without the the crazy uh, archaeologist lady but i got real scared because there were several pages toward the end where i'm like oh fuck is this the end I'm, 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 they're gonna wrap this shit up they cancel this book but they're not and i got very excited <laughs> because i was not ready to say goodbye i think she is my favorite star wars universe character she is 
100% my favorite Star Wars universe character. Her and the murder droids are the best. Yeah. But I think we did. I think we, we have seen the last of the murder droids at least for a while. And while that does bum me out, I do like their arc and like how they where they ended up. That part is actually very satisfying. Uh, silly to say at this point, but Defenders is really good. <laughs> and it looks amazing. <laughs> God, it looks good. Like I loved the sequence with the courtroom drawings. Yes. Yeah. So tell about that. What's up with that? So there was a, it was Cottonmouth's trial, right? Yeah. And they did it in this really cool way where the art was supposed to be the courtroom drawings from the trial. And it was just, it was done in the, the drawing style that you always see the courtroom drawings are, where it's kind of shitty. You, well, not shitty, but you but can't really. Fast. Yeah. Yeah. To do it fast, you can't really see their face as well because of that. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Um, but you know, this came out a number of months after the story where, like I said, according to Daredevil, superheroes can testify in court. <laughs> so I don't know, but maybe he was wearing the red costume in that book. So maybe we haven't caught up to that yet. I don't know, but yeah, fucking great. <laughs> this is really, really good. Um, and that's, uh, that's about all I'll talk about. The first strike is still pretty good. Um, I have not read that Ragman book, but I got it based upon the cover alone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pick that one up. Let me know. Hey, this how it looks is. neat. So we'll see. Got a couple things left. What do you got, Kelly? Uh, Mr. Miracle came out, and that book is still great. Oh, I haven't read it yet. I'm very excited to. Oh, Ryan's an asshole. Yeah. He, As like, you would he was really to. shitty last month, too. Like, shittier than I'm used to seeing him. <laughs> <laughs> He is on and off shitty. Like, if you read uh, Cosmic Odyssey, he's real shitty in that one. Because that's the book where Batman punches him out because he's an asshole. Batman has some anger problems. Overly aggressive. (laughs) Uh, And then, let me think. So, at work, we got in this huge collection of trades recently. And so, I've been reading through a bunch of 2005-2006 Marvel Marvel Knights books, to be specific, that I didn't okay. read at the time because I didn't have much money. <laughs> Fair enough. So I read uh, Bullseye Greatest Hits. That was pretty good. That went through. Oh, I love Origin. that one. Yeah, that was by Daniel Way and Steve Dillon. That was really good. Yep. Uh, I read I Daredevil. Re- uh, what was that? Daredevil uh, Revelation? Retribution? Something. Shit. I forgot what it's called. It's the one where it's basically Daredevil has to deal with like the West Memphis Three trial. Uh, written by David Hine, art by Michael Gatos. It is right up your alley. You would love it. Uh, Daredevil Redemption. Of. Yeah, it's Daredevil Redemption. That's it. It came out like during the Bendis run. It's just a five issue mini, five or six issue miniseries. Yeah, and it's really good. And we, we'll look we, that up. Yeah, it's definitely pick it up if you can just like find it on Amazon or something because it fits right in line with that Bendis around on Daredevil. Oh, yeah, it's $9 on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. so we'll fucking get right on that. Yeah, it's really good. And I, I, I won't say more than that because I don't want to spoil anything Ooh. for you. Ooh. <laughs> oh, this How, synopsis is amazing. 
How great does that feel to find a Daredevil book from that era that you didn't read? Feels great. <laughs> yeah, it's new Daredevil. <laughs> what the hell happened to David Hine, man? He was doing I know. gangbusters. And another David Hine book that I read for the first time was uh, District X. And that was awesome, too. That was really, really good, yeah. It was the the book where it was the, the cop series in Mutant Side of Town with uh, this cop, Izzy, and uh, Bishop. And it was fucking yeah, cool. The only downside is that it had a pretty abrupt ending. But outside of that, tremendous book. David Hine is a guy that's so good, and I don't know why he doesn't get more work. Last thing I saw that he was doing, he was writing Spawn for a while. And I'm like, shit, I might need to read Spawn. Because I like that guy's stuff so much. Yeah. And I'm like, I would have no problem, like reading Spawn at this point. Really, I wouldn't. But I, I just, it's just, it's so, like, where the fuck? And this is something that I guess all people who don't read comics feel. It's like I don't know where the fuck to start. Yeah. I picked up Spawn with 185 when they killed off uh, L. Simmons, and then the new guy came in. Okay. Yeah. And I read through until that guy was gone, because I didn't like the new creative team they had coming on at that point. Okay, I'm going to do a little research to see when that, maybe his run was somewhere in there or something. Yeah, I don't think he was writing at that point. Because that was all I Todd or Todd writing under a pseudonym. Oh, no shit? Yeah, there was some time where there's this dude, there's a guy who was writing it and no one knew who he was. And then eventually it was like, oh, wait, that's just Todd. Spe- that's funny. Speaking of, I recently watched a. It was a complex video. It was an interview with Todd McFarlane. Oh, that videos, that interview is great. It's, a, it's about forty minutes long. It's really good. And, and a re- big, big respect to Todd McFarlane, man, because he, he, oh, yeah. di- he diversified his fucking bonds. That's for sure. And he's got some real great outlooks on life. So I, I would search that out if I were you, if you're interested in that. Yeah, that's a great interview. Yeah, so I'm going through uh, my Marvel 2005 phase. Um, Next on the list, or next in my pile of stuff to read from that era is the first four volumes of Ecstatic. Uh, Which I've not read, but I hear universally great things. I know, I've always heard great things too. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else for comics-wise. Not comics. But an interesting watch. Uh, today, it went up on Amazon Prime. It is a hour-long I get, a documentary, I'd call it. An hour-long documentary called The Trade. Uh, it was co-produced by Smartmark Video and CZW. And it follows uh, Nick Mondo and his kind of journey through wrestling and after retirement. And Nick Mondo is the uh, is a deathmatch guy. You might know him as the guy that fell off of a roof with Zandig. And it's it's really kind of interesting as like seeing him de- like just deal with what he did and how it influenced future the future generations, and how there's all these people that look up to him, and he's like, I got out of it. I didn't want to do this anymore. You shouldn't have to do this. Wow. Okay. It's yeah. It's a really interesting look, and there's some really kind of cool 
visuals they use because there is because I guess he went to like he just kind of dropped off the face of the map like the face of the earth and he went to Japan and he even says he's like I went there because it's super easy to disappear there he's like with 12 million people and everyone kind of keeps to themselves he's like it's easy to go off the grid <laughs> and there's like yeah, where they parts... say because it's not like he's fucking Johnny Depp yeah but there's like parts where you see him like digging up his past self in the grave and then waking him up by like cutting his hand open on barbed wire what? and just fighting against himself. It's really interesting. Like it gets cinematic at times. That's why I was kind of didn't entirely call it a documentary at first. Right. Yeah. And it's really interesting because there is there was a guy in CZW that pretty much just took his name and was like, I'm going to be the next one. And just how he deals with that, where he's like, eventually I just told him to stop sending me the videos because it upset me. That's wild. Uh, it's That's uh, super weird. Yeah, it's called The Trade. It's well worth an hour of your time if you're a wrestling fan. It'll kind of bum you out. <laughs> Not going to lie. Yeah, it sounds uh, like anything but uplifting. Yeah. It's got a slight positive message at the end, but it is kind of a bummer. Uh, right. I think that's it. Uh, one thing is yesterday when we were at Walgreens, right before I got asked about uh, Star Wars tickets, picked up some sweet heat Starburst. I am a okay. I am a uh, heat Starburst. sweet heat Starburst. I am a limited edition Starburst flavor connoisseur. You would say, uh, whenever I see new Starburst flavors out, I need to try them. Uh, Starburst is one of my favorite editing fuel snacks because because you have to individually unwrap them. You can't just shove a bunch in your in your mouth real quick. They last longer that way, and they got a lot of sugar, a lot of flavor, yeah, that's a good point. and they and they come in a variety of flavors. I really do like the sweet and sour ones. They've got like sour apple and sour cherry and. The Summer Splash ones are really good. So these are Sweet Heat Starburst. And essentially, they're the regular Starburst flavors, but they're all hot. Let me read you off the flavors here. Um, fiery Watermelon. very makes me think about this already. Fiery Watermelon, Flamin' Orange, Strawberry Mango, Pipe and Pineapple. So I guess they're not the regular flavors. But uh, they taste like the regular flavors, except for... They're spicy, and not like a. It's it's an interesting spicy. It's almost like you're eating Starburst with Vicks Vapo Rub on your chest. That's <laughs> that's the sensation. <laughs> really unpleasant. It's like all right. It's very chemically. Uh, would not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> And that's it for me. <laughs> that is so gross. <laughs> this is so terrible. Uh, Jose, you awake? What's up? Still uh, catching up on Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. You guys like Dennis Leary? Anybody okay. else watching that? I'm not uh, a it's huge... It's on my Hulu to watch. I'm not a huge... Den- never happen because you've got the time to go back and watch an entire show. Yeah, I'm not a huge Dennis Leary fan. And I've seen bits of that show, and it doesn't really appeal to me. Well, I like Dennis Leary quite a lot. So I don't know, maybe. 
I love it. <laughs> Man, cool. <laughs> so fuck out. <laughs> awesome. I mean, I think that's it. Look at us in and out in like two hours. It has been a hot minute. <laughs> since we got we did two that. more hours to go. Let's fire up a movie. Let's watch uh, Inhumans episode three and four. Yeah. All right. I haven't done that yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, I would. If I wasn't exhausted, I would call Kelly on his bluff right now. So hard. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it, let's go, go. let's go." <laughs> oh, the hubris. Oh man. Uh, Breaking news at the WrestleCon Pancakes and Pile Drivers show has now been upgraded to the Super Indie Summit. Uh, the Wrestling Revolver will be also joined by Fight Club Pro and AAW. So it's not Pancakes and Pile Drivers anymore? Oh, it's still Pancakes and Pile Drivers. Ah. It's just three companies doing one giant show It'll, at 11 a.m. Saturday, April 7th. Nice. Hell yes. Uh, I think New we Orleans, need Louisiana to... at the Sugar Mill. Tickets go on sale. Oh, shit, tomorrow. We need to, for spring break... For, uh, Thursday. Never mind. Thursday. For, for spring break and for Pancakes and Pile Drivers, and any other show that has a, a theme like that, we need to... to play up the theme like those people at spring break did with the pool noodles and shit like we need to for pancakes and pile drivers we need to show up in fucking pajamas <laughs> ready ready to rock and roll and for spring break we need to bring our our best spring break gear well it's not it's not even uh, spring break it's george Nella's mardi gras well it, it's on the schedule it still says spring break but oh, okay, it makes okay, more right. sense it makes sense that it would be mardi gras but i think the spring break brand is strong so I would keep that if I were him. Yeah. Because you can do spring break anywhere. Yeah, hands down. Absolutely. It just worked out that he did it for the first time in Florida, but it, st- it still works. Because what, what happens when WrestleMania is in Tacoma, Washington? Like, there's no fucking party... What's the party in Tacoma, Washington? <laughs> the... the uh, uh, Joey Janela's legal weed dispensary. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Janela's, I mean, it's, it's, it's always raining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Joey Janela's uh, jump in the puddles. There ain't nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Janela's, hey, there's Kurt Cobain's grave. <laughs> 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 oh, that's fucked up. Oh. All right, let's go tonight. Yeah. Good stuff. So, uh, email us, podcast at panelsonpages.com, or leave us a voicemail by calling 616 951 pop. Yeah, we want you to weigh in. Is it an omelet or isn't it? <laughs> is it not a fucking omelet or isn't it? Is it not, comma, in fact, an omelet? I knew I should have got that copywritten. Copyrighted? I don't don't think you can copyright an egg taco. (laughs) I mean, some motherfucker can patent podcasting. I'm just saying. Patent troll Taco Bell. Oh, shit! It's your patent troll Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) We got got audio confirmation about when that idea was birthed. Mm I'm just saying. Someone will take that case. If you'll take that case. Okay. Call it. it. I'm I'm into it. I'm into it. If, If we win... 
the settlement should be they have to bring back chili cheese burritos. And not well, like a couple. Bring, don't pull we, a McDonald's. get them to bring back the waffle taco too? That waffle taco was boss. The, the it was wa- fucking awesome. It was uh, the waffle. It was wasn't it a chicken waffle chicken taco? And I think it, so. Yeah, and it had like spicy jalapeno honey on it. And the fucking the the the, the chicken nacho, the chicken chips. Oh, oh they fuck. still have those. Mary got some last night. Last time they didn't have them. Oh shit! Yeah, they, now they put them inside the quesadilla. Yeah, they got a they got a crispy chicken quesadilla because they put the chicken chips inside the quesadilla, but there ain't shit crispy about it. <laughs> You no. put you put breaded chicken inside a quesadilla. It's not going to be crispy. Okay. No. No, sure won't. Try that Diablo sauce though. That shit'll wake you up. That that shit's spicier than some sweet heat Starburst. That's yeah, right. Oh, I'd never had it before, and I had some, and whoo, my Look, lips were on It's fire. uh nice and smoky. It is. Uh, like it, it. it does have a nice smoky flavor. Yeah. Let's see. I'm going out to. Uh, with my lady this weekend uh, for our anniversary date. We're going to hit up uh, the Radizio uh, Brazilian Steakhouse where they just keep bringing you meats and shit like that. Oh, so yeah. Nice. So excited. Some exotic flavors. I'll report back on the results. <laughs> Make stuff. So yeah. Email us. Call us. All that stuff. We'll be back here next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 9 p.m. Central at uh, YouTube.com slash panels on pages. Great chat for, tonight. Uh, Thank you guys for coming out. Big big yeah. turnout. Fucking good good turnout tonight, man. Hey. Come back next week. Good stuff, man. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for hanging, everybody. I love it. This has been Shane Lowe's Play-Doh Fun Factory. <laughs> <laughs> for Jason Eyes, Jose Guzman, uh, and uh, Kelly Harris. I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. We'll talk to you guys next week. Good night. We love you. Goodbye.
wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 boo. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.